0: Start your day with a fresh word of encouragement. I'm Paul Dion and you're now listening to Words of Life, a daily devotional from our life team.
1: Welcome to the Words of Life, your daily devotional podcast. I'm Caroline Wood. And
0: I'm Ben Mays. And uh, it is good to be doing this podcast together. Uh, last time we were with different people, but uh, obviously the team's back, which is awesome. But I, uh, I do have a question for you. Are you ready for
1: this? Absolutely. Go.
0: Who do you think you
1: are? I'm Caroline Wood, the Principal of Life Leadership College.
0: Okay, cool. How else would you define yourself?
1: Um, A wife, a mum, a daughter, a friend.
0: These are all good things. Um, It's a bit bit of fun. I don't know if you've ever been in one of those situations where you've said to someone, don't you know who I am? Uh, It always sounds like a lot of fun to do in theory, but I don't think I'd ever do it in practice. Um, Let me ask you another question. Who do you think I am?
1: Ben Mays, academic dean at Life Leadership College. Cool. (laughs) A friend... Um, cousin, I was going to say husband, but you're not one of those No, not at the moment.
0: <laughs> no. Um, thank you for bringing that up on the podcast. Um, you know, these are pretty confronting questions and probably not something we get asked all the time. Uh, but today we're in this whole series talking about the life of Jesus and what he did. And today we're going to look at a moment where Jesus did this. He said to his disciples, um, who do you think I am?
1: Yeah,
0: well... So I think you've got the passage, why don't you read it for us?
1: Yeah, this is a passage in Matthew 16, and it's verses 13 to 20, and it's where Peter declares that Jesus is the Messiah. So in verse 13 we go to where it says, When Jesus came upon, or came to the region of... Sus- okay, you need to help me out. Ben is our academic dean at Life Leadership College, and he is great with pronouncing these words. Caesarea Philippi, have I got it right? Well
0: done. You know my theory, say it loud, say it fast, say it confident. No one will know otherwise.
1: hundred percent. So Caesarea Philippi, let's go from there. He asked his disciples, who do people say the son of man is? And they replied, some say John the Baptist, others say Elijah, and still others say Jeremiah or one of the prophets. But what about you? I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven and whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Then he ordered his disciples not to tell anyone that he was the Messiah.
0: Yeah, huge passage. I can only imagine what it would be like to be standing in front of Jesus and you know, him saying, you know, who do people say that I am? And kind of being like, well, we've heard this and this and be like, yeah, cool. So who do you say that I am? And uh, I can imagine the silence that would have fallen in that place. Uh, Yeah. uh, Maybe some eye contact that wasn't being made. And um, good old Simon Peter, who had the gift of thinking, uh, sorry, speaking first and thinking later, comes in, comes in clutch, brings in a great response and identifies that Jesus is the Messiah, the Christ. Um, Great passage. We find this account in Mark 8, 27 to 30 and Luke 9, 18 to 20. Uh, and what I love about um, this passage is actually there's 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 a bit of historical and cultural stuff going on here that may just um, help us unpack this a bit further. So, this area, um, Caesarea Philippi, uh, was in a Gentile area, which means it wasn't an area where the Jewish people lived. Um, I went there seven years ago; uh, incredible place, and it was really against everything that the Jewish people upheld. Right. So there was. There wasn't any um, reverence or awe for God. There was no worship for God. In fact, uh, Caesarea Philippi had a whole bunch of pagan temples in the place. Yeah. It seemed like the very opposite thing to God's kingdom. And in fact, one of the key components in this city was a place called Pan's Grotto. Uh, so Pan, not as in a shrine to a cooking implement, Pan <laughs> was a Greek god. Uh, if you've seen like the fauns in like, something like the Lion, the Witch, in the wardrobe, it was kind of like that. It was a right. faun. Um, and Pan's grotto was this deep cavern. Um, it's still there today in, in, into the earth in which water came out of. And they actually believed it was literally the gate to Hades. Wow. They believed it was the entry to the place of the underworld where the gods would go down and then come back out. And so when Peter is talking to Jesus and saying, you know, you are the Messiah, the son of the living God, and Jesus responds and says, um, the gates of Hades will not overcome it, he's referring to everything within the world that is not in line with his kingdom and assuring them that, hey, we're a small ragtag group of people. We're surrounded by all this um, worship to these foreign gods and this way of life that is away from God's plan for humankind. But based on your confession, um, I will build upon that and do something the gates of Hades will not overcome, which is just an incredible thought. I, I guess if God is so big and so powerful and so good, why do you think he cares about what we think of him? Why is our confession important?
1: Jesus wants us to know who he is. And it's it's really interesting, when you read through the Gospels, they repeatedly declare that Jesus is our Messiah, and the word Messiah is a Hebrew word for Christ, and it actually means the anointed one, and if you read through the Old Testament, prophets, priests, and kings were all anointed with oil when they were set apart for their positions of responsibility and authority. And the anointing was a sign that God had chosen and consecrated them for their position. And in the same way, Jesus is our Messiah. He was chosen by God and anointed by God to die on the cross and save us from our sins. I love in Romans 5 verse 10, it says this, for if we, when we were enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of his son, much more being reconciled we shall be saved by his life. Now the cross really speaks of God's amazing love for us, and the death of Jesus reconnects us back to God and opens the door for us to have a relationship with him. And I guess the question that I want to ask everyone today is, who do you say Jesus is? Yeah. For me, Jesus is my king. He's my father. He's my peace. He's my savior, and I could keep going. But who is Jesus to you? Uh,
0: yeah, absolutely. Like, there's there's so many words to describe Jesus. You know, he's described as our shepherd. and yeah. he's the one who leads and guides us. He's our savior. He's the one who takes us out of darkness and leads us to light. Uh, he's incredibly gracious and loving. There is so much to discover about Jesus, and we don't discover it by um, just you know, sitting in a room and reading a book. It's not discovered by going over and over rituals. We discover Jesus by entering into a relationship with him. Mm. I love the fact that our faith does not centre on rituals or laws or looking a certain way or how we are born yeah. and what status or wealth or anything like that we have. It is purely about accepting Jesus as our Lord and Saviour. Uh, and the great thing is, you know, Jesus does compare care about our confession. He's not just God, he wants to be our God. He's not just king, he wants to be our king. He's not just Lord, he wants to be our Lord. He's not just saviour, but he wants to be our saviour. And the great thing is we don't have to fly to the moon or go through a whole bunch of hurdles to do that. We get to receive his grace by faith. And in Romans 10 it says, If you declare with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved
1: so great
0: what an incredible promise hey then if you're right, if you're listening today and you don't have that relationship with jesus you can invite him into your into your life today all it is is a simple prayer to invite him in to be the lord and savior of your life incredible thing so right. good would you pray for us today as we head on out
1: absolutely father god i just thank you for who you are and for what you've done in our lives. Lord, I thank you for your freedom, and I thank you that today is the day that you have made and that we would rejoice and be glad in it. So we give this day to you, in Jesus' name. And everyone said? Amen. Amen. Have a great day, everyone.
0: Thanks for joining us. See you next time. Thanks for joining us for another encouraging word from the Life Team. Don't forget to subscribe so that you don't miss an episode. We'd love to have you join us at church this Sunday. If you're in Auckland or Melbourne, check out the website for a location near you, or you can choose to join us online from wherever you are.
1: Find a service at lifeNZ.org.